comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Listening to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is episode 203 for season 3, episodes 9 and 10 of Fear the Walking Dead. I'm your host, Craig DeManda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Richard Chub Toad Sheldon. You know, some of us have to work early in the morning and slapping two episodes back to back like that on a Sunday night. When Monday is the day around the corner, they got to stop that. They got to stop this nonsense. Plus, the Orville was stop on. It. You know, yeah. right? I mean, we have, to, we have things to do. I'm actually <laughs> traveling right now. If I sound different, I'm actually I'm in a hotel right now. They don't even have AMC on this TV. I had to watch it on my computer. All oh, right, that's a all right. You were exiled. That's I'm you were exiled. exiled. I mean, yeah, I'm on a business trip for the next I don't right. know two weeks. So if I sound a little different, that, uh, that's why. But um, right. yeah, so yes, yeah, come on. You're right. What are they thinking? Two episodes? I think even um. I texted Aaron uh, this morning. I'm like, hey, you're you going to come on. He's like, oh, my God, there's two episodes I have to watch. He's like, I can't make it. I, I got too much to do. <laughs> He's like, no way. Well, Aaron is always busy. Aaron Aaron is the busiest person I've ever seen yeah. in the world. So he, has a very, he has a very active lifestyle. Yeah, all the photo shoots, <laughs> all the... Uh... The movies he gets to watch. You see, he's it's, getting sponsored, sponsored, sponsored by Netflix <laughs> now, or something. Spencer yeah. too. Yeah. So, as you can hear, we're also joined by Mr. Daryl Taylor. How you doing? How you doing? I I won. I won the war. Saved so you, my land. You saved your land. Okay, good. Yeah. It was a long. It was a long interlude there. So you were able to hold on to the land I in, in the in between. Able to okay. hold on to my land. I got drunk a couple times, passed out, but I never let anybody come in and shoot me. How's the water table it. holding up? Is that your 40 acres you're talking about? Yeah, the water's good. I still have enough water to last me a couple of, <laughs> couple months. So I'm still good. And everything's fine. We're all good. No matter what Madison says. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Don't, listen to her. Don't listen to her nonsense, man. Enough to turn her out. <laughs> her children. Leave them alone. Oh, man. And we're also, as you can hear, the lovely sounds of Mr. Jim Dietz is here as well. Jim, welcome. Jim, do we lose you? Being coy, Jim. Jim, sorry, I, was, I, I had to I had to block it out so I wouldn't tell everybody what I thought of the Orville. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the Orville. Jim doesn't like the Orville. Come on, man. Oh That's how the three of us got on the Star Trek discussion for forty-five minutes before uh-huh. we started. Recording. 
according you're talking to about how much the Orville the or- sucked? No, we were no, talking about we, how awesome it was. How we're yearning for more Trek. Like, we, we, we want more. We, we want more of that, that, that genre. We're dying for it. We're thirsty I for it. I want to learn fans. more about the canon of that universe. Why? Because <laughs> who are the Krill? Where did they come from? Why don't they like them? What's going on? Because I want to know. Because, right, like, uh, people that watch. Hold on, hold on. Let me back this up, Craig. You may uh, have to put a bleep in here. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll take note of it. On my field and notice that the fucks lie fallow within it, for there are none. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, I, but, but I think, like we talked about, I think part of it is, like, with, even with Fear, some people that are still watching Fear the Walking Dead. It's yeah, the because f- five of them that are left, uh, right, yeah. They're thirsty. Like, they want, like they, they, they want science fiction. They want that horror drama. You know, the, so they stick with it, even if it's not the best. In the world, they stick with it because they want it. These episodes made me thirsty. The whole time I had to have a big box, I'm just like, oh my God. I was drinking water like crazy. I I was too, man. It's a power suggestion, you know? You were parched. And did you notice that they, that for for once, usually AMC on the app, they don't put the episode on right away. They put the episode on like on a Tuesday. It airs on Sunday. They'll put the. They'll put the the next the new episode up on like Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Both episodes were up this morning. Like I thought on a whim, I said, "Let me see if it's on the app, and I won't have to watch it when I get back home. I can watch it before I go home." Both episodes are on the app. They were like that at the beginning of the third season too. Right, I, they do it for I fear. Yeah, it. I usually watch it the the day after. It, it hits AMC.com after the West Coast airing. I think they do that to force everyone to watch on TV if they can, like, right? So you can right. get the commercials, and then once the West Coast gets it, then it like whatever that is, like one in the morning for us or whatever time it is, it pops up on the web, and you can watch it for free on AMC.com, which is actually because I'm stuck in my hotel exile here. That's how I watched the show at like four o'clock this morning. Um, I woke up. And caught both both episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, the next morning, it's usually available on Amazon. Uh, well, there, pay, yeah, pay, paper episode. That's why. That's why. Uh, that's how I watch it. So. But I meant for free. I was surprised it was right. on on the next morning for free. They'll take anybody that watch Fear. They'll say, "Okay, oh sure, you want to watch it? Yeah, it's fine." You ask, <laughs> ask Victor Strand if anything is free. Okay. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you mean you mean ask Lando? Yeah. Lando. Uh, <laughs> he's great. He was heavy Lando this 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 uh, episode back. He was heavy Lando in this way, boy. <laughs> so um, this the first episode was entitled Minotaur. It was directed by Stefan Schwartz, written by Dave Erickson and Mike Zunick. The second episode was called the Div- uh, excuse me Diviner, uh, directed by Paco Cabezas, written by Ryan Scott. So any initial thoughts on these uh, combined two episodes opener? Everything went wrong. Like, it's funny how in, in Walking Dead, we have superheroes, right? We have we have uh, characters in The Walking Dead that are almost like superheroes. In fact, they are. They took over. A, they fought a tank. One guy fought a tank and won, right? Yeah, that would be terrible. But in, but in Fear of the Walking Dead, this is the total opposite. This is like the mistakes of the world. This is why the civilization is jacked up. Because and every mistake has been made in the show. I mean, and every so mistake many like mistakes. It. So yes. many mistakes this episode. Yes. Why did Why did she think telling him killing her dad would? Why did Nick think telling him that he killed her dad would? His dad would calm him down. Because why did they put Nick? 
Why did yeah. they put Nick in the hot box? Why did they think he was yeah. siding with Troy when all he was trying to do was calm him down? Why yeah. did Madison go off with Troy by herself and leave herself exposed like that? There's right. like so many, so many, like you said, mistakes. They're just like, wow. Every human failure, like every uh, the uh, un, the inability to trust each other, the 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 fears, the 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 going, like it is just a hotbed. They even well, had a as soon oh, as he killed that Indian. She should have just shot him, letting him go after that. I mean, now it's just. Well, when we well, I don't think that, he killed I him. I don't think he killed the Indian. I no. think he was just wounded yeah. or knocked out yeah. or something. Because we did see him in a following scene. Right. Oh, it, okay. So I, I missed that. Right. It I happened thought, really quick. He kind of knocked him out. No, he right. kind of just gave him a quick knockout. Yeah. There's right. something else that uh, since Daryl's drawing comparisons between the two uh, series. Uh, in the in the, the the main you know the Walking Dead series, race really is not an issue. Like not, people no, of, of all races and and and, and colors and creeds all work together, and it's not really an issue that they deal with in any way in that show. No, it not at all. Show, Even from episode show, one, like in yeah, this show it's very much an issue. Well, I I kind of get and it though. Trying, can I West. finish my thought, please, Chubb, before you interrupt <laughs> me again? Thanks so f***ing much, dude. Seriously, I've got two f bombs already, and one I mean, because of yeah, you. Yeah, okay? fifty-five, <laughs> fifty-five. Got it. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry. Sorry, correct. Anyway. The point I'm trying okay. to make is, in 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 The Walking Dead, is the ra- race is is pretty much a non-issue. It, it really mm. doesn't come up. You know, there mm. aren't. I mean, there are there are good people, there are bad people, but they're all different colors, they're all different creeds, right? In okay. this, they're really kind of hitting you over the head with the race thing. You know, they have all the, the you know the, the the white settler frontiers type mm-hmm. folk versus the Native American type. Build the wall. Build the right? wall. And then you have the 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 Mexicans in control of the water. You know. Yeah. It uh, seems very, very broken down on, on, on like racial lines as opposed to the parent show, which is not. That's the only Well, point. they even said build yeah. a wall in the, in the second episode. They even, yeah. one of them said, why don't we get to campus and like we build this wall around the, to, to, to protect ourselves from them. And, it's and, like, and, and make the walkers pay for it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's like they, they really get political in this to the point where I don't know where they're trying to go with it. Like, are they. Even with the dam, are they trying to say that even when it's not the evil white man, that you still have the same human frailties that everybody goes through? Like the same kind of kind of human, you know, like uh, tendencies to, to for control and not trusting, you know, like in fighting and infighting and 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 being greedy and and being dictators and all that kind of stuff. Are they trying to? Like I'm wondering if they're trying to get into that. Is is that what they're trying to do? Because they're so heavy-handed on the other stuff at the at the the uh, ranch that it's like it's covering up what they're trying to do with the dam part. And then because we get to the part with Salazar and the dam and the woman who's trying to do right by everybody, right? And still like thrown rocks at and and treated like crap, even though she's trying to distribute the water more evenly than the that I connect the, with. I the dictator, with that you know, so much. Like I. The da- I think they do the, a better job of showing how we act as a society, no matter where you are, when it comes to just people. When you put a people in a situation where you start taking away their stuff, right? You, re- regular human stuff, like we see it now, recently, with these, uh, these natural disasters. disasters. Yeah, you're right. And you see people who have been breaking into people's houses. They've been stealing water from stores. G- grocery stores have been ga- price gouging. Right. These are people that are about to get killed. Like these are people in areas where we see it here too. When what's their face? What's, 
when uh, we see it here too. When what's their face uh, let slip that they only have like six weeks of water left to the whole crowd. Alicia, right, and, yeah. it, and, it, and, and instead of being like, "Oh, we right. should rest in our water," really, they're just all go back, you know, and all because God. they don't trust their mother, and and that goes to her not trusting her mother, and because of the terrible relationship with her mother, which is granted it, it's earned because of the things that her mother has done previously. She didn't get or she didn't explain to her, you know, this is why we can't tell people that we have this little bit of water because guess what happens? Right. And, it, and we saw it. Like, there's another mistake. And, and that's another thing. I don't, I, I, it seemed like in the last half of the season, I kind of got Madison's motives, mm-hmm. what she was trying to accomplish. She's trying to keep everybody off balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not really so sure that that she even knows what she's trying to do. You know what I mean? Do like, you know tr- that? Tr- Troy's beyond her control now. Right. You know right. what I mean? She's trying to bring these two very disparate groups together and then immediately leaves instead of trying to keep, you know, stay and keep the peace. Um, it just seemed like her motives are kind of not as. Well, what they should have, I think they should have labeled both these episodes, I can fix it. Uh-huh. Because there's a reoccurring thing of that. Because even when we met Shran for, again, she, the first word she heard was, I can fix it. Yep. When she's running to to kind of help him, and it's almost like she overly did it to the point where she almost treated him like Nick, where I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to save him. Like it was, it was kind of crazy the way uh, uh, she had that look in the eye to, to save Strand yeah. when it was like, yo, it's like you were loved, like your family, like Strand was family or something. And, and, then, and then she grabbed the shovel, yeah, and then it all began, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything is her. I can fix it. I can fix it. Like, that's her total. Like, when she wakes up in that bed and when we see her in the beginning, she has that look in her eyes of, I, I got to fix it. Like, like she, because she totally did this. Like, this is, this is a lot of this is on her. Where they are right now, all these problems that they have right now, a lot of it is on her. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just think that she's going to pay for not offing Troy at that point. Yes, oh, you are absolutely totally. right. That's the one time she should have done a very evil thing, it, even though it's not evil, it's he is too dangerous to be allowed to live, to come back, because he can come back. It's too dangerous to let him live. It's, it's like going to cost it's the like life. Rick, it's like when yeah. Rick let Shane live, you know what I mean? You knew yes. it was a matter of time until something came up, you know? Or they let the governor live. They didn't, right. they didn't go after him, right? Remember, they, they, remember totally they, they, right. they they should have went after the governor. Even Michonne was saying, "Oh, we should, we, we we gave up. We should have kept looking for him." And look what happens. He came out with a tank and took out their whole place. And oh, I yeah. think it's gonna it's gonna cost the life. Not maybe one of her kids, if not Strand or Salazar. It's gonna it's that going that to, mistake is gonna to. cost a main character's life right there. That's all I'm I saying. Totally I agree. agree with you. I totally so, agree with you. And uh, the other part is I like seeing the shopping mall. I thought that was pretty cool. A little bizarre. Like it kind of reminded me of um. I don't know, like like a little little Blade Runner, a little Thunderdome, well, a little, little you know, Mos Eisley, little, 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 little uh, Rigel Ten, a little you know, little little uh, you know, little post-apocalyptic uh, bizarre. I thought, yeah, I almost thought Shran was going to be like, I got a ship for you. You got it. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if you, you got never, some money, you got some money. I can I can get us off the planet. Is it a fast ship? <laughs> yeah, fast ship. You can do the Kessel Run in, in, in 12 parsecs. Come on, man. It's a, it's exactly. a millenn- Millennium Abigail. You never heard of it before? Come on. All right. Like, like, Should I have? Who, who, is your, who is your handsome friend? Like, he just, he just no, hurt he, the, the, the charm on right he, away. Like, he, he, he says, who, who is this handsome man or something like that? Yeah, right? He's about, he about, about, said, who is this handsome? Who is your <laughs> handsome friend? Didn't work with Proctor John too well, though, did it? No. <laughs> it didn't. It totally did 
And I think he and I think he set them up on purpose. I think he went to those guys and said, I can get you Shran. I'll lead you back to where he is to get oh, motivated you think so? to get you think the water so? and go. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I think because that's exactly what I when she when he came to her and sat down and she was drinking. I thought she was going to say something like, "I know what you did," but she never did that because he looks at them, and all of a sudden, and then they don't show anything. And he's staring, and then he he all auto all of a sudden they were, they got him, and then he says, "You know, I had to blah blah blah." I think he did that on purpose because he he felt that she was going. Oh, to you have mean them wa- stay so there. Walker led them to them on purpose? Right. Is what you're I saying? Think okay, he made yeah. A deal like I'll take you to Strand. I know you're looking for him. I will take you to that guy. Um, I, but he was a little bloodied up. He did have a little like a. They hit him in the face or something. I mean, he did see some blood there. So I don't well, know. It's possible. I'm sure there was a little bit. Rough me up a little bit. It's you know I need to get her out of here because he wanted her gone. He wanted he wanted to get out of there. He, didn't want he her wanted to make the deal with with, with 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 the Asian lady with the with for the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. He was like, "That's your plant. Like that's your dude. It's not my dude. I'm out. Like my people's back at the ranch." Like, this is not my problem. <laughs> you were supposed to come here and get this water and go. I don't know this con man. Who is this guy? I don't know this guy. Right, right. All right, so let's uh, let's just jump right into it. We have a lot to cover, but I I, I got some uh, now. These notes are a little different. Usually, I take my own notes. Um, this is this is directly from the AMC kind of website. They had a, a synopsis, believe it or not. I copied and pasted it. I added a few things. So if I miss anything, just let me know. But we're going to blow right through it. So uh, the first episode, Minotaur. We see Madison. She wakes up in Jeremiah Otto Senior's house and rummages through the dead man's office. And this is actually where a musical montage kind of begins. Elsewhere, we see Nick, Troy, and the militia lure infected into an ambush. Alicia strenuously works with the water pump, but only a few drops come out. Again, the, the music is playing through all this. Um, Nick kills a walker and gazes towards the border, thinking of Luciana. And uh, I, I guess I didn't see that, but that's what the AMC says, so I guess they're right. Yeah, it didn't look like that. But okay. <laughs> Alicia returns to Jake's quarters with the water she's collected. She cleans J- Jake's face with a damp cloth and frets over his slow recovery from the anthrax attack. Now, this is where I got a little bit lost, too, because I didn't remember him getting infected. He didn't drink the the coffee that was infected by, um, by uh, what's her name, um, Ophelia. Right. But apparently he was tending to the sick, and then he got sick that way. It was like a contact anthrax yeah. kind of thing. But they, they had to actually explain it. that. Right, yeah, they had to say because I'm like, why? I don't remember him being sick. I mean, I know it was only a few months ago, but I don't remember that. See, at first I thought he got it was he he was wounded. One of his wounds didn't heal right. That's like he was I almost thought. scalped, right? He almost had his scalp taken off by exactly uh, by Walker. I, yeah. I was, at first I was thinking maybe it's an infection, and it's not. And I, thought that, I thought that on. too. I had forgotten all about the anthrax thing, to be honest. I, I think they pretty... expected it. I think they expected people to forget about it because they they brought it up. The <laughs> they brought it back up. I was yeah. Like, oh, okay. I see where you're going. So the militia returns uh, to their ATVs and discusses the influx of infected. Uh, Nick suggests that they mend the fences. Troy laughs and asks, asks if Nick has done a lot of fence mending back in the city of Los Angeles and calls him a poet. Nick remarks that he isn't a poet, but Troy says, you know, with all of his angst and suffering, that he sure has the soul of one. Uh, I guess it wasn't meant as an insult. I guess he's still trying to make friends with Nick somehow, and even in a weird way. Madison searches Otto's desk. And the blood stain from where he was shot is still there uh, from where the murder took place. Some of the drawers, however, are still locked, although Madison's going to work on that one, I'm sure. 
Nick and Troy spot Walker's convoy as it approaches the ranch. Jake greets the convoy and shakes Walker's hand. The ranchers warily look on as Walker waves the convoy through the gate. The nation has officially come to live at the Broke Jaw Ranch. And we yeah, that's going to that's gonna work out great. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> that's not, yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't feel right, right? It's, it's like, oh boy, here we go. It, seems, it seemed a little soon. You know what I mean? Like it after, did. Every, it did. after everything that had just happened, it seemed a little quick to me that they would just all of a sudden be moving in. You know? Yeah. Well, this feels like we're like what did we talk about earlier in the first half of this? This feels like there's a lot of fast forwarding mm. season to get you know to get into stuff. Like they don't want to take too much time. Well, and they could have, I mean, done it a little smarter. They could have split the camp up a little bit and then you know started started slowly integrating each other in not just here's your neighbor and then they end i don't know i just i nah, it, they was, did, it was a little they, weird how it all just they did it like basically they came in there like y'all don't like y'all don't like native americans y'all don't like nobody not white we going to come up in here we are going to shove it in your face <laughs> yeah. like they, that's kind of how they did it like you know they even they almost yelled where the white women at like just but, uh, that <laughs> But I, I agree like, with I agree with Chubb though, man. These guys were just shooting at each other like what last week or a couple days ago. Yeah, you're right. You are or whatever. Right. They were just like at each other's throats trying to kill each other, and now you're expecting us to believe they're all going to make nice and, and anthrax live. attacking and setting yeah, fires around the camp. And, and then yeah. this whole BS. I don't know if we've gotten to it yet, but of why did they give him the keys? What? Why was there suddenly the? Well, okay. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I mean, uh, it's, okay, not, it's not explained. I mean, I'll, I'll just say that much. I, but I mean, I'm yeah. just really confused by that. So let's just jump right into it. Jake leads Walker yeah. into the pantry to discuss details of the nation residing at the ranch. Troy walks out after voicing his disdain for the nation and specifically Ophelia. Like, why mm-hmm. is she even here? She just tried to poison my men and butting heads with the guy named Crazy Dog, who was, I guess, um, Walker's lieutenant, uh, his right-hand man. Jake assures Walker that unlike Troy, most ranchers have accepted the peace deal. So, so uh, Jake is trying to make this deal work at any cost, it seems like. All right. Jake shows Walker the arsenal and gives him one of the two keys required to access it. He explains that they can only access it to, when the other is present. So it just stops there, and they don't explain it beyond that, Chubb. So I really, I guess that was Jake's idea to try to like you know make it a fifty-fifty thing, and so it's that, like know, we have no, warheads. no, no. You have warheads. What? No, you you misunderstand me. No, I understand this. I'm talking later when Madison, after after the guns, whoever got the gun and everything went all to shit on them, and then there, Madison talks and says, "No, give him the key." And then says, "Oh, oh with Madison. Oh, okay, okay, yeah." And then, she, yeah. then, and then she says, "They'll keep over the guns. That'll be their responsibility." And blah blah blah. And that, I'm like, that makes not a damn bit of sense. You're just going to turn over control of all of the camp's weapons to them, right, and that was they're going to have totally control dumb. of it. You just basically turned everything over to them. Why not? Yeah. We'll get the weapons we need to search this camp to get all the weapons collected, bring them back in here, and then they'll both lock it up again and both have the two halves of the key or whatever. I think they were trying to show how how Madison is totally spiraling. Like, trying yeah. to... 
because of what she did. Like that, she was. It was oh, like she I, was, oh, I get her suggesting it. She right. is spiraling, but she wasn't the only one standing there. You know what I'm saying? Is somebody with sense should have said, "No, we're not going to do that." I mean, it just it made. But there's nobody sense. when you. But there's really nobody left there. Like well, Jake uh, was there. Jake was the one. With yeah, the- but Jake is kind of like there's nobody. There's, there's no support staff for Jake. There's nobody as a mentor for Jake there to be like. Even the father, who was pretty worthless towards the end, but at least there was some kind of, you know, there was some kind of support, a little bit where he can he can think. He doesn't have it right now. There's nobody. There's nobody there. There's no. I get him there's not no, having support. There's no Michonne. There's no. But again, we got to remember. There's no. This is no Michonne. This is no Daryl there. This is no. You know, the, there's nobody there who can deal with these things. The militia is. Remember that little militia was really not even a militia. That 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 was nothing. These these people were not war. These people were not warriors. They're not used to fighting for their lives That's like true. that. So they they have there's no one there to say strategically, uh, we need to set this up where look, there's a certain amount of our people that will have weapons, there's a certain amount of your people that will have weapons. That's what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to make a deputy, you are supposed to have a deputy and a sheriff, but it's supposed to be both sides. You know, like you have a you have a sheriff and a, a from one side or or two sheriffs or whatever it is, but you combine the the thing together so the balance of power is always right. kind of equal. But when you are, these people are just not, they're scared. Like these people are completely scared. They don't, you either have them, you either have crazies who want to just run and just have a gunfight. Or you have others who are so overly wanting to, to not have the, the violence that they're just like wanting to give everything up. So it's like, it's just a powder keg ready to go. So then Nick joins Troy at Otto's grave and says that he too lost an alcoholic father to what was probably a suicide. And which is interesting because Madison thinks that that's her little secret. Like she thinks right. that she's the only one that knows that. But I think Nick Nick at this point suspects it and he actually says it here. So a little interesting hint into Mr. Clark, whatever happened to him. Junkie Troy, knows junkie. Like that's yeah. the thing on junkie knows junkie. Her mother, you know, Troy lies too. Like his mom. They both know. Mm. They get it. So Troy blames Otto for killing himself and leaving them with a mess. Nick shares the story of how, you know, again, he also lost his father. Um, he chose his death. At the dam, now he switched to another scene, Lola mobilizes her group to distribute water on the street. Daniel and Efrain urge her to stay behind for her safety, but she insists on joining them. Back to the camp, Crazy Dog and Coop one of the militiamen, the big guy, check nation warriors and ranchers for weapons at the entrance to a meeting tent. Crazy Dog tells Claw that he can't bring his knife inside. <laughs> Alicia informs Madison that she is undermining Jake's leadership by back-channeling with Walker. Madison denies that she's even been speaking to Walker, but Alicia doesn't believe her. Back to Lola again. She distributes water to desperate people in the streets while Daniel stays on the lookout for threats to her safety. The crowd disperses when an infected herd approaches. Back to the meeting tent, Jake urges ranchers to forgive the nation and work towards building a future together. Walker declares that his grudge against the ranch died when Otto sacrificed himself for a peace deal. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Nick visits Ophelia in the Adobe home. 
she admits to not feeling particularly guilty about killing ranchers with anthrax. So Ophelia is pretty much over the edge right now, right? Like she's like, she's cold blooded at this point. She doesn't even care about anything anymore. She's oh, a new son. If yeah, you yeah, remember what the fun. one son was doing back at that camp, though, man, mm. like he was torturing and like, yeah, like, yeah, people in cages and was like running all kinds of weird stuff on him and. I can. I mean, that's the thing about this conflict. I can see both sides of this. You know, like I can see why Walker and his group are pissed at them, and I can also see why why the you know the people who lived there for generations feel like they're being intruded on. You know, so it, I mean, it makes for an interesting conflict in the story. They're just so obscure. I think they did a poor job of showing the motivations of of uh, of what they were doing. I did like it, even we had to even talk it out. Like we didn't mm-hmm, realize mm-hmm. that they were taking anybody not white and pretty much doing all types of stuff to them. They didn't make it clear, and no one else is saying anything about it. Like it's at the same time you had Nick's girlfriend walking around, like you know whatever. Even though she left, I mean she wanted to leave, but I'm saying still she was able to walk around. So they didn't make it clear. Like nobody's saying. Yo, you mother effers would t- like would t- this is what you people were doing to people. Like no, like if Nick really wanted to do, like really wanted to be helpful, it's I don't like I don't know Nick's deal. Like I don't I don't know what Nick is trying to do because he's not really helping. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Nick knows what Nick wants to do though. It's it's almost like Nick has taken over the spirit of. Tra- it's almost like Nick is going back. Remember we talked about where there's a part of Nick who likes to f stuff up. He doesn't like when it's like he got, he goes into this little mode where he does stupid things to antagonize people for no reason. Right. And it seems like he's at that mode right now. Like he wasn't like that the first half of the season, which I was kept waiting for him to be that way. Now he's acting that way. He's not happy unless he's making others unhappy. Well, this is close to the part where he's going to need to use again. Like like they we're going to the the uh, junkie thing. Like when they get, when when they start to get kind of self destructive like this again, that's when they get ready to use. A lot of so, times. Yeah. yeah. No, you, I think you're right about that too. He he's definitely coming to a cliff. But I I just don't see. We, we, we're talking about Nick for one second. He mm-hmm. was so angry at Troy at yeah. the first episode. He witnessed this guy murder innocent people in that in that mm-hmm. army base, right in that mm-hmm. basement or whatever. I mean, he saw that happen in front of his eyes. He he wanted to kill Troy so bad. Uh, even more than Madison did, because Madison didn't really witness what Troy did. He kind, she kind of did, but not really. Right. He was right there. He was right there watching this guy kill people in cold blood. Yep. And now all of a sudden they're they're, they're kind of like besties. Like I just I don't, don't I don't see that. I don't it get it. He he should have shot Troy as soon as Troy went berserk and started shooting mm-hmm. at the Indians. He should have shot him right there, but he didn't. Yep. All right. And then his mother should have shot him in the field, and she didn't. I mean, I just I, I don't get it. This guy the- is is a killer. The only way I could, like, they, they didn't do something to kind of endear him to to Troy. Like, if they had it where there was there was a point in time last the uh, the last first half of the season where they were going to kill his mom or something or girlfriend, and Troy wound up saving them even though they expected right him to, be to become the bad a guy. hero. Right? He he didn't even do that. He no, was no hero. None right. of that. There's no. none of that. The only thing he did was, all right, I promise to stop trying to kill you and your family. That's the only thing he did. He's like, Pretty much. And, and, then he, and then he flipped out on, on, on Madison and put a knife to her throat when, when she, when, when she called go. him on some BS, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get I, it. I, that, that's the but. problem. That the, the, the earlier part of these earlier episodes made sense because, okay, Troy was a maniac. Right. They want to kill him. Okay, now it's all over the place because you know he's a maniac and they don't want to kill him. Like, it's, something's wrong here. Yeah, it's off. Getting back to the story, uh, Walker privately asks Madison if she's prepared to handle Troy. So again, they have this little side channel chat, which mm-hmm. which I guess uh, you know at least she doesn't seem to like. But he, she's like, "No, I got this. I, I handle Troy. Don't worry. He won't become the lead. I can fix it because he's he's basically worried that if something happens to Jake, right. that Troy Troy can't assume control of this camp. Like he's he's too much of a threat. And she's like, no, "I got this. Don't worry. I got this." Try to fix it, like you said. Troy complains to Jake about the peace deal. Uh, Terrence, one of the other ranchers, points out that Walker's people killed Gretchen. Jake reminds them that Walker denied killing the, the Trimbles. After Jake leaves, Troy complains about the people the nation has killed. <clears throat> Gretchen's death is still affecting Terrence. Which, I guess Terrence is just one of uh, Gretchen's friends, I guess, from the right. Bible Bible study or whatever. Mm-hmm. Drinking buddy. Li- drinking buddy. Yeah. <laughs> So Alicia finds Walker burying her father's his father's remains in the desert. She tells him to deal directly with Jake, not Madison. Like she basically says, "Hey, you know, don't don't mind me while you're burying the bones of your dead father, but you better not talk to my mom. You better t- deal with my boyfriend instead." And she just walks away. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> stop, stop. What is he the even worst tried way to, to deal with this. But he, yeah. and, and this is not in this synopsis because I would have wrote it down if I was if I wrote these notes. He tried to give some wisdom to her at that point, yeah, right? He, he was trying to say, listen, your mother will stand between the son and you or something like that. Like she, he was trying to almost defend Madison, like saying, hey, look, you know, she's trying to protect you. You should listen to your mother. And she didn't want to hear it. She's like, nah, nah. No, he didn't. Yeah. He's the mom I didn't have. Like she, like she's protecting you. I didn't have somebody to protect me when I was a kid. Yeah. That type of but, thing. He, she, he did. He did try to give her that. She's just all, she's another one that's all over the place, but I get why she is. She's well, she's at her age. I mean, she doesn't. Yeah, get it she's right. For, I mean, her that's her character. That is right. exactly what it would be. So, right. So Madison finally pries open the drawer in Otto's desk. We knew that drawer wouldn't stay locked for long mm-hmm. with, Mad- with Madison living in the house, right. and finds documents detailing current water levels at the ranch. And they're very detailed. You see little post-its and little notes, and you can see that we see the water level is being uh, depleted very quickly. Yeah, we gonna die. Basically, what's written on there? We gonna die. <laughs> That's the last entry, huh? We we right. we, we gon g o n apostrophe die, we right? Okay. Die and then he get, let me get my drink. Let me get my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence Terrence walks up to Crazy Dog and pulls a gun from his hoodie. So they're outside in the tent or whatever, eating lunch yeah. or whatever. Crazy Dog spins around, knocking the gun away from him. A stray bullet hits a member of the nation. Crazy Dog then locks Terrence in some kind of chokehold and nearly chokes him to death, but releases uh, him when Walker steps in and yells at you know to release him. But apparently that chokehold crushes his windpipe. Wind yeah, so he's yeah. he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Alicia informs Walker that Terrence might asphyxiate from a crushed throat. Walker worries that the other ranchers will follow Terrence's example and demands that the um, the, you, that's, this is where you get problems, Chubb. Demands the yeah. second arsenal key from Jake so that his people can arm themselves. Madison takes Walker's side and urges Jake to let the nation control the weapons and sweep the ranch for all remaining weapons. Jake reluctantly gives Walker the key. Makes no sense. Zero. I get, I get arming up and going and collecting all the guns from the camp, but then once you've collected them, why are they controlling them? Put them back in the room, lock them up, and split the keys again. And then everybody's happy. 
Well, Zero. but then on the other side, Walker did say like he he was adamant that he wanted those guns now. Like they were going to walk around with the guns because they they thought that these, that, you know, that more people were going to make attempts on his on his people. Right. No, I get it. I was yeah. fine with that. I was fine with them getting guns. I'm saying once they've searched with those guns and collected all the guns, then all of the guns go back into the armory, lock it up. No, and- this is. That's the other thing. Even with Walker, though, there's a there's a there's a strange back and forth with Walker because he'll one minute he'll be the the smart leader where we got to keep the peace because we need each other, you know, down the line because of what's happening. And then there's the other Walker that's like, after this, mm-hmm. you better do what I say because if you don't, the war is back on. Like I don't. They seem pretty contradictory too. Yeah, like, yeah. Does he, like, does he want peace or does he want to mess all these people up? You know, it's exactly. Like, it's not consistent. It's not consistent. Exactly. And, 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 and you're chubby. You, know, you make a really. Am I making a noise in my mic? I heard it's not me. I don't know who it is. Hang on. I don't know what that was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, you make a good point about this not making sense. There are there are several like plot elements that didn't make sense to me this time out, but I, we'll mm-hmm. get to one pretty soon here. I think. Yeah, and the last thing, what happened to Madison that said, you know what, if these guys don't play ball, we'll take the ranch. Whatever happened to that, Madison? Like, that was, that's like four episodes ago. Like, yeah. uh, that's the one I want yeah. back. Now we're just yeah. giving away the whole thing, giving the weapons to these crazy, these crazy Native Americans? That Madison like, got punked. I think that Madison is like, I messed everything up. I don't know what to do now. That That's where she is now. Like, I got to... <laughs> I gotta fix this. This is my fault. All this is my fault. And I, and I gotta say again how quickly this all seems to be happening. You know yeah. what I mean? It just yeah, seems like yeah. they just ru- really rushed through like this truce and like trying to get everybody to play nice and it just seems really rushed and forced. Yeah, this is walking dead on fast forward. Like they're yeah. really yeah, that's a good way to put it. This this is when Erickson was told by AMC that listen, you're not gonna be running the show, so right. any 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 storyline you wanna wrap up, you might as well wrap it up now. You, you know, get, get it, it get done. it wrapped up. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> So the militia and Walker's warriors collect weapons from all the ranchers. Uh, Nick tells Madison that he can handle Troy, um, but Madison worries that Troy will kill Nick if he finds out that Nick killed Otto. Um, Nick is not sure what reaction he will have. Madison, Nick, and Walker go to Otto's house to collect weapons from Troy. When Walker heads upstairs to check the house, Troy grabs a gun from Otto's desk, ordering everyone out. Nick stands in the way of Troy, who fires a warning shot into the ceiling. Everyone clears out. Nick stays behind with Troy. Madison promises Walker that she can fix the situation with Troy and Nick. It says it right there. She can fix the situation. I didn't even write that. That's from AMC. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Inside, Troy opens a secret cache of weapons and suggests that they snipe Walker's people from upstairs. Nick urges Troy to honor Otto's self-sacrifice and stand down. Troy's mind is made up. He hands Nick a rifle. Now, this is like, uh, I was thinking of Scarface, like the last scene right there. Like, that's pretty much where how Troy wanted to go out here. You know, right. say hello to my little friend. That's uh, pretty much how he wanted to go and, down. And, like, he, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm fast-forwarding myself a little bit, but, like, Nick gets the sweat box for this, and all he's trying to do is talk him down. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's trying to, t- yeah, I mean, he's trying Again, to Again, Walker, it didn't make sense. Walker, Walker it, it, right. It didn't make sense that he jumped the dude. He never shot anybody. He jumped. The guy he jumped in the way actually to 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 stop him Troy from shooting right. uh, anybody. It didn't it didn't make sense how Walker was just like I don't care I don't care I don't care. Yeah. He, 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 he sided he sided with Troy. Yeah, quickly, mm-hmm. she conceded to let him go to the hot box too quickly. Just like no argument. 
I got to save my boy, save my son. My son lives. That that was something I remember that she said. My son lives. My boy right. lives. Right. Like, she said that. He stays yeah. or something. He stays or he lives or whatever, yeah. She said both. She says he stays and he lives. He says my boy lives. And, and like I said earlier, you know, the, it seemed like in the last half of the season, her um, uh, uh, motives and, and Madison's motives were pretty clear. You know, it was like she's mm-hmm. going to take care of Alicia. She's going to take care of Nick. And like everybody else, be damned! I'll run over every one of these you know, MFers to take care of them. And now it doesn't seem like those are her priorities. You know, it just doesn't, her her motives don't seem as clear as they did to me, anyway, from what no. she's doing. You know, no. So Madison urges Troy and Nick to disarm again from outside, screaming whatever she usually does. But they're interrupted by gunfire from the nation. Troy fires back. Someone pulls Madison out of harm's way. Walker's men then enter Otto's home and open fire. Troy saves Nick from Crazy Dog and gets a knife through the hand in the process. Nick and Troy take cover in an upstairs bedroom. Troy prepares for his final stand. Then we go back to the dam. Lola counsels Daniel to stop looking for Ophelia. I guess he's he's daydreaming or something, and she catches him. She needs him and is worried uh, his hope will only lead to heartbreak. Nick pleads with Troy to give up the fight. Back to the fight. Nick finally confesses to Troy that he killed Otto himself. Troy is stunned, and he aims his gun at Nick, but decides not to shoot. He's just broken by the news, and somehow his gun just kind of points to the floor while Walker's men barge into the room. You notice how they shot that, though? I think, like, the music, like, the music changed. It, there was, a, like, the camera, like, slowly panned to see Roy, Troy looking at Nick. It was like they really wanted to make it like a, a, a moment when he comes to that real, you know, when he tells him and how it's supposed to sink in. Well, that he he's supposed to father. think that he's going to shoot him, right? Is that was kind of the the, 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 the heightened whatever? I mean, he right? That, that was... and I think it made it. It's supposed to show how Troy's brain was moving. Like there's, he was thinking something too. Like there's something going on in, in Troy's head that he didn't say. That, but, yeah. And then also we have the question of why would Nick tell him and think that that would be a good thing. But I think I kind of have that figured out. I think Nick, through all of since the apocalypse started, he has pretty much seemed to be invincible. Like just when he thinks he's going to die, something mm-hmm. happens and he gets out of the situation. There's a switch. There's like a switch think, that goes off. I, right? think that, I think that he thinks that he's somewhat invincible because and, he got petty like there was almost like a petty childish devil grin on his yeah. face well that's what i'm saying i think i think it. he's kind of like i'm te- gonna tell him this and watch he he'll, he ain't even gonna kill me like, like he wanted yeah. him to shoot him like he was yeah. daring him to yeah. me now like shoot me hmm. like i dare you like it's like, i killed your father like the way he said it was just like in a, in a way that wasn't remorseful it was it was like I, I did it. Like, I was the one that did it. Like, take all your hate, turn it on me. I did it. Like, that type of thing. And poking him to do it. So it's, it's that self-destructive Nick thing that he has. So the next day, Madison and Walker discuss punishments for Troy and Nick. This is where, you know, we, we see her bargain. Madison worries that killing Troy would only turn him into a martyr, so they agree to exile him. Madison forbids Walker from killing Nick or exiling him. Lola and Efrain, back to the water, uh, the dam people, uh, distribute water to a crowd. A man accuses them of controlling the dam for personal gain. Daniel rushes Lola to the truck as the crowd turns on them and attacks. They all drive off. 
Jake then tells Troy the punishment that's been handed down. Troy takes the news in stride and insists that Madison is the one who takes him into exile. I think Jake even offered. He's like, no, 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 Madison's got to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm tight with her, you know, whatever. Walker gives Troy provisions, one knife, one gun, and one bullet. In case he doesn't want to live, he can shoot himself. I guess is the implication there. Mm-hmm. Um, a nation warrior escorts Nick to an outhouse for imprisonment, which I guess is the, is the hot box. Nice. Madison and Claw get in a truck and drive Troy into the desert. And Madison Mad- Park... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. Madison no, no. lets them. And that's another yeah. thing. I, I don't think Madison of earlier in the show would have let them lock Nick up. She'd just be no. screaming, Nick, Nick! She'd like, do yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she would have done something to keep keep them from doing that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's not. That's yeah. perfect. You're absolutely right. It's Madison just, Parks okay. in the... No, you're right. Madison parks in the middle of the desert. Troy gets a hold of Claw's knife and stabs Claw dead. Oh, maybe you're right. He is dead. I thought he was back in another scene. So maybe he That's, is dead well, there. Well, I thought he put the knife into his neck at one point. I so thought because I thought he reappeared in another I scene, this guy. I wasn't sure because they didn't make it kind of clear that he did that. Or so maybe, I, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Yeah, killed him right then. There was no reason for her to let him go at that point because she's going to come back with the body of this dead guy and going to have to explain it. Well, then, you know what? She killed Troy. I mean, she should have. Right. If, if Troy doesn't come sense. back, if Troy doesn't come back in this in this season, then it was a waste of a scene. And they should have exactly. just had it where she like. When it pans to her fingers, she should have just pulled that trigger and killed him. He's coming back, Daryl. You so know he's got to come back. back. That's what I'm saying. Like, if totally. he did not come back, she should have pulled that trigger then. No doubt about it. Yeah, this, 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 is, this is not good. Uh, Madison aims a gun at Troy, orders him to go. He wrestles her and reveals that he knows about Nick killing Otto. Um, Madison regains control and points the gun at him. And he, Again, he's like begging her to kill him. Yeah, he's... Begging, begging, he's begging her. He, he he even says, "I'm tired." He's I'm just yeah. just just do it. Just he 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 wanted Madison to kill him That's from day wanted. one. From day yeah. one, I think yeah. he was so he he's the whole mommy thing and the, because and the, and the mother. He, we I mean we all know we talked about it. Like he killed his mom, right? He eventually right. he he got to make that right. Yeah, you say it was a mercy killing, but it really wasn't. It was a he was just tired of his mom like hating him and 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 being vile towards him. And he took her. He took it at her life out of anger. And this was like, I want. That's why he wanted Madison. To, to, it was almost like he felt like it's my mom getting getting me back. Like it, it's almost like she's some kind of justice or whatever. It, it's a sick thing in his head where he's like, if she does it, it's almost like it's okay if she does it. She's a surrogate mom. I know. So I, I mean, it's. It's so it's such a bad decision. We all know that, and like yeah. I said I think Troy, Troy is going to yeah. come back, and and it's going to it's going to be very costly for Madison when she when it's when it's going to be costly for a lot of them because of it. But if you remember though, like even the original series, Rick was very protective of human life for a long time. Like you know, oh no, I won't kill the living. I won't kill the living. Mm-hmm. I'll drive this guy eighteen miles out. But then something finally clicked when he let somebody live, and that person that lived. Came back and did a lot of destruction, you know. Right. So he finally said, "You know what? No, you can't let people live because they will come back and, and and destroy you." This may be the lesson that Madison needs. Maybe she'll turn into an ultimate, you know, hardcore badass next season. I mean, that could be it. After God knows what damage Troy's going to do. Right. Now, Even though this already happened, though, right? Like it's it's funny because she's gone through this already, where they they were lenient on someone and then it came back to bite them in the behind. 
Well, the soldier wasn't it? Wasn't it the right. soldier from the the, the episode right. season two, whatever it was? Right. Or, yeah, like you know, and she was mad at Travis for keeping him alive mm-hmm. or taking him with him, whatever he did or something like that. Yeah, and she was right. <laughs> she was right. Yeah. Should have killed him. Yeah, she, was, she was. If I remember correctly, this is where the the next episode starts, right? Correct. We're going right to the yeah, next right. episode. So, yep. yep, you're right. Before we go further, I just I have one question because. Either I miss something throughout this entire episode, or there's a hidden meaning. I don't know, but can somebody explain to me why the title of this episode was Minotaur? I think maybe because it was like a half of one thing and half of another. They're trying to jam it together. That's the only thing I could come up with. I was trying to think uh, of the same thing. I, yeah, there I wasn't really a maze in any way, and there wasn't nope. any kind of metaphorical uh, uh, puzzle to be solved, which... You would normally think you know they would use that association with, but no, that's all I could really think of. That's a good point. I want to make a point too before we go to the next episode. Did this really need to be a big two-hour premiere? No, no. but again, they're no. doing it for scheduling, though. It's not. Yeah. They didn't do it for dramatic. They did it for we got to scrunch this series into less right. weeks. Right. So right. That, that's why they did it. It's not because they, these two episodes aren't even really that well threaded together. Like they kind of nope. are, but they nope. could have been a week apart and we wouldn't have cared, well, right? It's not like they need to be together. October fifteenth is going to be two up the, at the end. Is two Correct. episodes too. Yeah, that's they're, what they're trying doing. to get they, it done. Yep. They're trying to get they did it done. Two in the beginning, you get your middle ones, and two at the end. That's mm-hmm. what they did the first half of the season, too. And they did that because Game of Thrones was starting. That was the reason why they did that. So and they like, also they want to hit that uh, October start date for the regular Walking Dead, too. Exactly, right. exactly. They give a week in between or something, and they, they play every episode of The Walking Dead for a whole week leading up to the, the mm-hmm. premiere. And that's it. Could get everyone ramped up. I don't know. The minutes are maybe about, uh, I don't know, they fight in between Warrior and... And and humanity, I don't I, I don't know, like savage and and not. They shouldn't leave us scratching our head more than like the. I mean, yeah, it's just not well written. It's it. not it's not well done. It's no. not. I mean, usually at least I mean maybe not with fear. I don't know, but usually there's a cleverness to the way they title their episodes, or it's directly tied to a visual or to a quote yeah. or a line in the show. This I couldn't. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, usually they make sure you get it. Usually, usually they make sure you get right. it somehow. Um, but this Agreed. one they didn't didn't do that. And yep. the showrunner wrote this episode. This is as Dave Erickson was the writer. So I mean, maybe obviously Dead would tell you, I guess. But I, you know, maybe okay. So, you have, so that pisses us off too. Like okay, so you have to watch Talking Dead after right. the Walking after two hours of the Walking Dead. I have to watch another I hour of Talking Dead. Talking Dead, and I don't remember them. They didn't even mention it. Wow, I don't remember them saying. Maybe I I I wasn't paying that close attention because I was. Doing other things, but I mean, I watched it. It had it going. I don't remember them saying anything. And I mean, on top of that, I just, I mean, look at the next episode. Mm-hmm. Diviner makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. there's a whole visual of it in the, the episode. Right. This one, Minotaur, I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? He's eating the sugar cookies. Who knows? <laughs> so, starting with the next episode, Diviner, directed by Paco Cabezas, written by Ryan Scott. Uh, we see Nick in the cold open. He's wilting away in the hot box. There's a little window slit where he sees an infected Troy walking towards him. Kind of cool. We, I don't know, maybe the time jump happened or whatever, but suddenly um, Troy falls to the ground catching himself with a somersault into a grand finish. We realize mm-hmm. Troy is not infected. Troy unlocks the hot box and helps Nick out. Only Nick finds himself still trapped in the box and hallucinating the whole encounter. 
Right. Madison and Walker look upon a nearly depleted reservoir. Madison tells Walker that Otto was aware of the low reserves. She insists that they keep the water situation a secret in order to maintain peace at the ranch. Walker suggests they buy water from a trading post he heard of in Mexicali. Madison and Walker tell Alicia, Jake, Ophelia, and Crazy Dog that they will be gone for a couple of days to secure a backup water supply. In the meantime, they instruct them to enforce water rationing across the ranch. Madison reveals to Alicia that they only have six weeks of water left, but she urges Alicia to keep that secret and gives her a radio to stay in touch. Yeah, and Alicia begs her, like, she looks at her mom and says, I know there's something else you're not telling me, right? Her big thing is, now Alicia's on this thing of, I'm not the favorite, and so you won't you, you tell things to Nick that you won't tell me. And and she urged her to tell her, and she, she wound up telling her. She trusted her by telling her, but that probably was a mistake as well. Right, she, she didn't. She couldn't handle yeah. it. She couldn't handle yeah, she, that information. She knew something was up. She knew something was up, and she doesn't like, I guess, her hanging out with with Walker again for some reason. Mm-hmm. But who knows? And even Walker again failed. Like this is bad leader Walker. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you not take your people aside and go? You know how how dangerous it is right now. Why do you not take your people aside and say, "Look, this ain't for us to be abusive." Okay, like we got to keep the peace while I'm gone. Something. Like, to just leave it like... Because as soon as he leaves, they're like, oh, yeah, we get to kick their asses now. Yep. Yeah. That attitude. And it's like, you... Like, Walker should know that. Like, he should know better than that. And they seem... Well... And, and they seem more disciplined. Am I wrong? Or did they... Well, there, there was a line. No, no. Cra- Crazy Dog said something later on in this episode that Walker wants us to maintain the peace. Like, he actually said that. Right. We, did, we didn't hear Walker say that, but we heard Crazy Dog say that he said that. So I don't know if that... That kind of fixes it, but I guess not, right? It's, it's you. You wanted that line. You want Walker to grab him. So listen. I want him to grab him. Like, no shenanigans. No work, shenanigans. Right? Yeah. Don't don't yeah, play games. You, yeah. You got to do it like prison. Like a, like I like a, a buddy of mine who's a CEO and, and used to be a CEO at Rikers. You put right. everything on that person. He had he better make it work because if it doesn't work, I'm coming after you. Even you if he, like it doesn't matter what the hell happens. You if you say to the big dog that I put in charge it. Anything goes wrong, I'm coming you. for you. Usually, that gives the incentive to make sure that it, it works smoothly than most than, than not. Well, apparently, the writer of this episode didn't spend much time in Rikers, at least no. that we know of. So that's probably what happened. Madison stops by the hot box to give water to Nick. She then departs with Walker in a water tanker. Crazy Dog releases Nick from the hot box after a while. Alicia brings Nick back to the Otto's home and informs him of the water rationing. Ranchers complain to Jake about the rationing. Alicia scolds them and urges them to trust Jake. So they're like basically yelling at Jake. You know, they're screaming, "Oh, what this big fat guy is like! I drink two gallons of water before the sun comes up, or something, or I piss it away." Or... <laughs> I'm growing they... avocados. Yeah, and, and this horse, and, and and the horse is giving birth, and it's making milk, and he needs six gallons of water. And they're just, right. they're just but Alicia's like, "Hey guys, take it easy, take it easy. You gotta listen to Jake. She's trying to defend defend him. Yeah. Poor Jake. Listen to my boyfriend. <laughs> listen to my boyfriend." He can't win with anybody, man. He just Jake, yeah. Jake. You know, he's Captain Captain Marvel over here. He can't can't seem to do anything right. Nope, nope. Madison and Walker make camp for the night. Madison touches base with Alicia over the long range radio and asks about Nick. Walker tells Madison that she is overprotective, and she's like, and she shuts him down. She's like, oh, Do you have kids? No. You got some dogs? Well, listen, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. I have kids. I have my kids. 
shuts them down. Like that was just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and another thing, uh, when someone's going away from camp, your two leaders are going away from camp. You leave somebody at the the uh, communication desk. You, you you do rotations to make sure someone's always there in case they have to contact you right away. Like uh, they did it where like okay I'll turn the radio on at a certain time at night like that's how they kind of did it like it would be that that situation and they should have did it the other way because they don't know what's gonna happen out there they should have had it that's with true. someone's that's always true. there yeah. even if it's the kids you could even have the kid you know like rotate the teenagers to to sit there at least to hear it and get it and then they can go get one of the you know one of the uh, leaders or whatever to come to the radio but you like that that was such a rookie mistake to do um, to just leave the radio alone like that when you know that they're out there with no other contact and, and walker was also trying to give some wisdom to madison at this point saying hey i had this dog and he only time he bit me was when i tried to protect him or whatever mm-hmm. you know like he she was he was trying to throw some wisdom her way and she wouldn't hear it either so the daughter won't hear his wisdom she won't hear the wisdom he she just she, she knows, strand she knows best. gave her that same wisdom too strand early member at the early on at the the first season she tried to he tried to say that you know yeah, about Nick, Nick. Is a survivor. Like, like, he's a survivor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, exactly. In fact, it's bad. It's worse when you try to stand. You know, when you try to get in the way, uh, it won't. He won't grow. He won't grow if you, you try to be overprotective. And you know, so you know, she's heard this like a million times. But I know plenty of you know. <laughs> I know some parents that could be that way, where they're like, I don't care. And that's another thing. We're gonna to get to Strand in just a minute, but I missed mm-hmm. that Strand. I missed the Strand that was in control of everything. Like, like he, I, he's such a mess now. Like, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like seeing him like he this. He did get some swagger though. He did, he did get some swagger back. I mean, a little bit, but he's still beaten down, man. He's still everywhere he goes. He couldn't, like, negotiate a better deal with these bizarre people. Like, he's always in debt right away as soon as he gets there. Like, come on, you know? He should be running that place. He's strand. Come on. I know. That would have been. He talked his way out of an army army jail, right? I was just going to say that, uh, you know, he's not nearly as smooth. Like, you make a good point. He's not nearly as smooth as he was in the first season. No, something happened to him. If they had got there and you would have saw Strand was the one running it, he was the partner or something. Yeah. That like that would have been a cool little moment. Like what? what welcome to my biz- welcome to my bazaar. Yes, I wanted right. a poker match. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, in the middle of the night. Coop and Blake visit Nick and thank him for helping Troy fight the nation. Like they think he's their new hero now. He Nick is a new messiah, right? He he's, mm-hmm. he's they think they think he was a, a hero. Uh, they they gave Nick they give Nick the last rancher controlled gun and want to rebuild the militia to fight back. This lost me because at first I thought, okay, Nick is take, gonna gonna accept this role so that they won't do something stupid. That's right? what I thought. And little as we go into the series, into the episode, that, that may, then it starts to change. I don't, I don't believe that was the motivation anymore. So ranchers and nation members line up at the well to collect their rations. Ophelia and Crazy Dog oversee the rationing. Blake tells Nick that he saw one of the nation women double dip at the well. Uh-huh. So they winded, they winded him up like a cheap watch at this point. Yeah. Madison and Walker drive to a large trading post at a stadium. Walker takes a canister of gold out of a box. So he's got that. That's his. That's his trading uh, barter. Madison and Walker surrender their weapons at the checkpoint. Madison reluctantly trades her radio to pay for admission into the trading post. Um, they enter the trading post. They find the outpost packed with bustling stalls and customers selling everything imaginable. 
Uh, Alicia then visits Ophelia and Crazy Dog at the Adobe uh, and suggests that they devise a system to ensure that no one double dips from the well. Ophelia refutes the charge, saying, hey, listen, girl, I was overseeing this. Nobody was double dipping. Uh, it's just a rumor, and you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be spreading it. And by the way, you better get your militia under control. I hear you. I hear they're trying to arm themselves. They better stop that too. Mm-hmm. That weird. It, <laughs> I like. I didn't even want to say that because it, it would make it go longer. But that, it's just a part of that. This is Ophelia acting the way she's acting. It just. It doesn't fit. She's too cold. She she went from you know a normal girl like in season one and two. She's yeah, a normal yeah. like early twenties. You know, raised by a protective father and protective mother to this cold-blooded, weird girl. Like, what? And, how? And to Jim's point about everything else, in such a short amount of time, mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't been that long since they split up. Well, she and, would lose everything. Like, she would have some yeah. type of loyalty. And I understand like, you know. she went through crap with... Right. She was near not, death, right? Not, and not he saved her. Not to make her, like, this. Yeah. yeah. Like, I almost would have thought that um what you would call it uh, uh the, the guy that killed himself that didn't kill himself but the the father Corey's father i i almost thought that otto did something horrible to her like he did a bad thing to her though the way he treated her and left her there and all that because she wasn't white but i mean i almost thought like he assaulted her yeah the way right. that she reflected on it like i almost thought he did something like that to her to make her be that way because that i could get you know yeah. like he, he, he just he chose that. not to help her he did right he didn't abuse her right he didn't like you said like he didn't uh, torture her like in, in a in a torture chamber for like six months or anything no like he just said listen i'm not going to help you you're you your my people, people. Yeah, right you're you on your people, own all right you're yeah, it's co- it's cold blooded. It's a little racist. I, it was cold. Ra- it was cold but, and racist. But it's but not. It, it shouldn't it scar you like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I corrected myself. It was. It was pretty. Ra- but I mean, come on. You know, it shouldn't scar you like that to be that cold to everyone else. Come on. Not man, to know. be like that. Not no. It didn't. It didn't make sense that she'd be that bitter and angry to the point where. You'd let things break out to the way they're breaking out now. The and she's brainwashed out by Walker. Like Walker's like owns her now. Like he did his number on her, and and, and right. she's totally loyal to, to, to Walker she, now. You would think she want the piece to like, yo, you turned me. In. This made me a killer now, right? So well, unless her wanna... father's blood ha- in her blood woke up, and you know, no, she because suddenly she became like he used to be. But remember, he went to she went to Walker angry that you turned me into a killer like this. Like, this is what you did. I didn't know you were going to do this. Yeah, that's true. There was that little scene. There was a little scene. You're right. You're right. She would be like, when Alicia, like, listen, since I sacrificed something too, I sacrificed my, you know, kind of part of my soul to do this. I want to make sure this works. I don't want this to break out another war because what was the point? You know, be killing those people that I killed. So it just—it's off. I think yeah, they, I know they. Oh, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna agree with you. The motivations are just not clear. Yeah, not know. clear. It's like they, you need. I need something else. I don't know. If maybe because they're going so fast that it's something missing. They're not. There's little little key things that they're not throwing out there to make it. You know, to make this make more sense. You know what? You know what? I, I, something just came to me. I bet they they almost backpedaled. I bet. There was a, ri- a script somewhere where mm-hmm. Otto did torture her, 
did lock her up mm-hmm. somewhere. You know, like earlier, they probably said, you know, that's too graphic, that's, that's too insightful. Maybe it's too racist. You know, Maybe it's, it's too racist. Too that. So yeah. they kind of backpedaled from that. They let her go, but mm-hmm. she still has all this anger. They, they forgot to erase that somehow. Right. Like, you know, like that would have made more sense. If she was locked in a box by Otto for six months, yeah. I could see her turning into a killer, right? Turning into a. That's not what they did to her. I thought boy. he had kept her locked up in some basement. Like, girl, you look too pretty to throw you with the rest of them. But I can't have you walking around with my people, right? I thought right. That he did that, something that like she, that to her. She'd have motivation to be this hateful, yeah. Especially even to the Clark's. The Clark's did nothing but help her. Right. Like they took her on the boat. They took her, you know, mm-hmm. to, to Mexico. Mm-hmm. They took her. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you know, they, they split up and she left. But I mean, I don't know. It, it just makes no sense. She I mean, left she, them. I mean, she took. She left Alicia in, in, in the shower. Yeah, she left her just high and dry. See you yeah. later. Bye. Yeah. Those anyway. Are... Blake and Coop gather ranchers to form a new militia. Nick warns them against attacking the nation prematurely, but suggests that they take action if the nation pushes any further. So Alicia admonishes Nick for harboring a gun because she sees him there. Nick points out that ranchers are listening to him. Alicia says they only trust him because they don't know that he killed Papa Otto. She accuses Nick of killing Otto for Madison. Like, she didn't really know, but she figured it out. She kind of pieced it together now. So now Alicia's like Columbo. She knows uh, who killed who with what <laughs> right. weapon. Okay, right. she, knows, she knows all these things. Mm-hmm. Alicia then tries to reach Madison over the radio, but gets no response, because obviously she gave the radio away. Madison and Walker approach Ma- Maria Lou at the trading post and ask for 10,000 gallons of water. Walker presents her with the gold and offers to give her a dozen more like that. Uh, the little canister is full of gold. Maria Lou agrees. Madison spots Strand getting roughed up by a gang of men who work for Proctor, the man who runs the trading post. She tries to help Strand. Maria Lou calls off the deal once she realizes that Madison is friends with Strand, who owes a debt to Proctor. She goes, oh, no, I'm not messing with you guys. You, 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 you owe money to, to Proctor? I'm not, I'm not fooling with you. <laughs> Madison attacks the man and flees with Strand. Strand Strand leads Madison and Walker to a hideout. Strand tells Madison that he plans to reconnect with a friend who controls a dam near Tijuana. Then they rest for the night. The next day, Alicia catches one of the ranchers taking a second term at the well. A nation member calls the rancher a thief. A fight breaks out. Alicia silences the crowd and reveals that they only have six weeks of water left, which is the stupidest thing. Again, she's trying to, like... Calm these people down, but then she creates panic yeah. by saying yeah. it's only six it's That drove me nuts, man. She did that. I'm just like, okay, let's see. What can I do to make this situation worse? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I'll tell them we're running out of water. <laughs> Mayhem ensues. Crazy Dog shoots a gun and orders the crowd to back away from the well. Nick guards the well with his gun and is joined by the other ranchers. Ophelia convinces Crazy Dog to back off. Walker follows Maria Lou around the trading post, trying to keep a low profile. Madison catches up with Strand in the hideout. Strand, learning of Travis's death, consoles her a bit. Yeah. Um, but they then suddenly, that yeah, they had a little moment. He said, like, "Come here, girl. Come here. Yeah. Let me give you my shoulder. Let me give you a little shoulder to lean on. Come on." Right. Uh, guards barge in with Walker as, as their captive. Walker says the guards had threatened to kill him, which again you suspect is, is a red herring. I mean, I don't know. He did have a little blood on his face, but who knows? I mean, they could have put that there, right? So, I, I, I think seeing Strand is good, though. I, I, again, this is, I'm kind of going fast with these notes here because I didn't write them, and it's moving fast. But um, 
I, I love seeing Strand again, but he's still a little off his game. But he has a couple of good lines, like I, like we said before, when he says, "Oh, who's this handsome man?" Like that was just cool. That was yeah. you know, I, I like I just like seeing Strand being in control of his stuff, and he's just, well, he's he's about to get killed, and he's sitting there going, "Oh, oh, who's Fred? Who's a pretty yeah, friend? what's going on? <laughs> like, you know, like wink, wink, like what's up? What's up?" But yeah. I mean, that's the interesting strand, you know, like the yeah, the, yeah. The, the 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 kind of scammer fop kind of you know live by his well, that's strand. That's the Lando and, guy, like, exactly. He's, he's, instead of playing, instead of being Lando though, he's like yeah. kind of broken down and done, you know. And I don't he's know. wearing like baggy pants and those boots. I mean, this is the guy who used to wear those three thousand dollars suits, right? When he first met right. this guy, right? right. Now, he was a lot. That, more, he's he's has been a lot more interesting than he is uh, here. I just I don't know. It's it's like uh it's like if Lando if he, if he is Lando right mm-hmm. stumbled into the into this 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 den of uh evil whatever of uh, this he bizarre. He should know how to run it. He should, know he should be running the it. joint. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, come on, man. That that's he thrived. Strand would thrive in that kind of environment. Right. He would he's con everybody. He's a criminal. Right. He's a swindler. Yeah, he's a swindler. He's a criminal. He's, used he's to a scoundrel. In these circles. Like, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's used to running in these circles. He should know how to run these circles better than. Everybody else in the yeah. in the main cast, like that's because this is where he's come from. This is like where he's he, always been. Like you said, they should have shown up, and Strand should have been running the place. Been like, oh yeah, I won in a poker game. You know, kind of like the way uh, Ham won right. the, the talking from Lando. Yeah, yeah. and then he's like, <laughs> "You need water? Oh, I know what we can do." And it, and be you know, and then they kind of all right. I'll leave these people. I'll con these people out of some other stuff, and then we got to go quick. And then we can go to the dam and get, you know, and get the water from them. Like, I just want to see Strand back on his game. One way or the yeah, other, he needs to yeah. get back in his clean clothes, get rid of the beard, you know, just just get back to him being Strand. We need we need him back. Yeah. Enough enough already. So back at the camp, Alicia watches over uh, the ranchers as they as they gather weapons, uh, and they're ready to attack. Through binoculars, she sees nation members digging a new well. Um, Walker tells Madison that he salvaged the water deal with Maria Lou and that they'll get their water in the morning, back at the bazaar. Back at the camp, the militia discusses strategies to overtake the nation. Nick suggests they avoid bloodshed by simply disarming the nation. Proctor's... Back to the bazaar now. Proctor's men change Strand up outside the stadium gate as a way for him to, quote, pay off his debt, which I didn't make any sense. What does that mean? you got to stand out there and fight off walkers and that's how you pay off your debt? Yeah, I think that's I mean, what they're saying. You gotta. Is there other ways you can walkers. you can use a human being to maybe like pay off debt than just have you stand out there and and fend off walkers? I don't know. Like that's well, I, don't, you, I don't know. You think they're in like a stadium or whatever that'd be fairly easily defensible without having to have people stand out there and you know what I mean? And, and be fodder for the walkers that are coming through. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's kind of stupid. Like if it was me and I was running it, I would have someone. I would say that to clear up your debt, you have to poke. Holes work it off heads. or something. You work, yeah. you work it off faster if you decide to put like they used to do in the you know in the Walking Dead where they would poke holes in, in, in as they get closer to make sure to kind of whittle down those numbers. Yeah, like through make, the chain link, through right. the chain link fence. Right, I know what you're saying. Yeah, right. they they, they so did work did, it that way. Yeah, work it out that way instead of it being so dramatic where it's like we're gonna chain you outside and you have to you know fight for your life and and, and yeah. kill these walkers. Yeah, it just I don't know whatever. Um, so Strand grabs a hammer and uh, defends himself against a group of walkers as they approach. The next war- morning, Walker brings the gold to Maria Lou, only to find that all the canisters are empty. 
So the, so Madison got to them first, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Proctor's men release Strand from his chains. Madison has paid off his debt with all that gold that Walker had. What? Walker, yeah, yeah, yeah. another another bad move. So Very Walker confronts bad. Madison's about you know using his gold to pay off Strand's debt. She says, "Look." This tanker, we're gonna we're gonna fill this sucker up. She goes, you just this this man's gonna lead us to the dam. And Strand's like, what? I am? I'm gonna lead you where? I'm gonna do exactly. what? Exactly. <laughs> we, we did not talk about this. We did not talk about this last night. I don't know where going. Let me know first before you start talking about this stuff. Because Daniel wants to kill him. He's, he he yeah. just do that damn. Daniel's gonna shoot him in the head, man. I That's can't it. even He's... go back there. What do you mean go to this dam and get this? He tried to kill oh, me. Oh yeah, they're go gonna. He's gonna say they'll love, they'll love him when he rolls up with an empty tanker. You know exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be strand put back in a cage somewhere. You know. Again, like I, I hope they don't go that route. I don't need. I don't need to see that again. Oh my God! So uh, that's that's Madison's solution. So she unilaterally made the decision to steal Walker's gold somehow. So somehow Walker wasn't watching the gold. Like where did he leave it? I where did know. he leave it? Where she could steal know. it? First of all, I don't even know why gold would matter in this time. Yeah, right I was thinking now. the same damn thing. Like, I was thinking the same thing. Why? Right. Gold doesn't give you anything. There's no economy it, right it, now. It's even better. In, 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 the, in the episode preview, you hear a, a line of dialogue from Strand saying, water is the new currency. Well, if water is the new currency, why are you paying this Asian lady in gold? What, yeah. what, 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 what use is it, right? Yeah. They would need radios. They would need uh, uh, knives, supplies. Weapons, bullets. weapons, like survival. Yeah, right. Food. Food, right? Yeah, yeah, that's your money. Like, uh, like I just don't understand why they would care that you have a thing of gold. It's well, like, it's still supposedly early in the apocalypse. Maybe they're thinking of when this gets cured. This wasn't going to be forever. Blah blah blah. Maybe. Yeah, but I don't see that working in in Mexico. Like, they're like it's even worse where they have to fight for survival. Like, they need real life-saving supplies right now like i I just don't see them being like "Ooh, it's gold i I, you know i'll give you my water that i could that we need to live off of for gold like i can see for rate you know like everything else cars gasoline yeah even a car right it's useful right you can use it right i don't know so anyway, long story short, Nick and Militia sneak up on the Adobe house with their guns. They're ready to disarm Crazy Dog and whoever else he's got with him. And, and then watch watching binoculars. Them. I know. And they see him creep up. It was like a bad cartoon, right? It was like seeing See, him come very, up. Very, the... very, very quiet. Yeah. Well, I hunting... expect to hear the Tixicata <laughs> strings. You know, like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, General Custer over here. They're they're, yeah. they're sneaking up on the sneaking up on the Indians. Only the Indians got the upper hand. All right, because yeah, they got a window. <laughs> they got something called a window. There's nothing for you to hide behind. You can just look out the window and see that they're it coming up. It is so thing. bad. So Nick is not a military genius. No, put it that way. All right, not yeah. at all. <laughs> so they see Alicia. Um, it's digging a new well with the nation. So Nick sees it, and then the people in the house see it, which is Ophelia and Crazy Dog. And suddenly, just by seeing Alicia dig a hole, everyone decides to suddenly not get angry and disarm, and everyone puts down their weapons and goes help digging the hole Oh, together. I saw some Cardassians giving Pepsi to people, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a nice moment. I loved it. That's a great way to tie it back to Star Trek. I like yeah, that. That right? was good. That was nice. It was touching. Yeah, it was so beautiful. I- 
I mean, how, I, this ending was so anticlimactic. It was. In fact, it was even more anticlimactic than Madison not shooting Troy, right? Yeah. Like that's. I mean, yeah. that's that's the only thing that could be more anticlimactic than Madison not shooting Troy is them all getting together, holding hands, an overhead shot, and they're just like digging a hole together. Yeah, all right, I we're not gonna be angry anymore. Yeah. We're gonna dig a hole. That's I it. I think they wanted to give Alicia a moment, a leader moment. I think yeah, that, you it, know, but, and that's that. Those kind, but it wasn't. It, it just wasn't. It didn't work. It just, you don't it do it. You don't, it you don't do right. it when they're about. When there's so much hatred and they're about to attack each other, it's like that's not when you have a moment. Do it later. Yeah. Like you know, it's oh, like. Oh yeah, she's digging a well. You know what? There's, all that stuff about you trying to kill me and I'm trying to kill you. I'm gonna forget all about that. I'm gonna help you dig the. Dig I was the well expecting there. like to hear "Kumbaya" in the background or something. Almost. Or, or I'd like to buy the world of Coke or something like that. You know, I that's the song. The, that's the one. Yeah. That, that's the man. first thing I thought about when I saw that. I said, oh, get out of here. They actually going to go that route. They're really going to go that route. We are the world. Yeah. Oh, man. So we got through it, guys. Two episodes done. Yeah, we did. Well, done and done. Well done, guys. We wow. All right. This is painful. Uh, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> see, I, I see what I was missing through all of that second season. Man. You got a little taste of it tonight, man. I don't know what happened. They just they're off the rails. I think. Uh, I mean, well, it wasn't even painful for me. This these episodes. It just it it just left me perplexed quite a few yeah. times. Like that's I, a good and, point. And there were quite, quite a few WTF moments too. Just like yeah, you don't yeah. understand why. Or, I mean, Rich brought up a good one with the keys and the uh, the armory, and like, yep, like yep. you know, Alicia telling everybody there's not enough water, and you know, why why did why did they think Nick was part of Troy's you know thing? I just you know, several things just didn't connect with me. And, and I get it, like I get part of what's going on. Like I get like people will act a certain way when they're li- when you start to take things away. I get it, and they're not. And they're not going to go the route of there is nobody. There's no one here that's going to save the day, right? This is this is not that kind of Walking Dead show. There's no leader that's going to come out that knows everything, the right thing to do. There's no one that's going to be able to 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 regulate and make sure that this doesn't happen. So <laughs> they're going to do dumb stuff, right? They're, they're, people are going to react in dumb ways, but it's just even the the dumb decisions that some of them make. There's still though a rationale behind it, a lot of times. Even if it doesn't, even if it's dumb, it's still some kind of rationale behind yeah, it. Yeah, not 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 on fear. Not, not here. On fear. It's like <laughs> not a, in this world. There's something missing. <laughs> like it's, you're missing some motivations for, for some of these and, people. And as soon as you said regulate, I had Warren G and Nate Dog pop up in my head. So thank you for that. <laughs> they needed that though. So, <laughs> I, 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 I needed that after this two episode mess, man. So as they come out there and start rapping, right, right there, uh, at least doing the well. I feel much better now. I feel much better if G and Nate Dog were there, you know. Oh, man, so, it would have been great. So before we get to our Toby ratings, as customary, Jim, would you give us a quick word from our sponsor this week? Uh, sure. Uh, DCB Service, uh, also in stock trades, uh, dcbservice.com and trades.com. It, uh, they're, uh, they've been our, our sponsor for quite a while now. If you are looking for The Walking Dead in a graphic novel form, if you want to read the uh, the comics, there's so many different ways you can get them. And they have them all at, at InStockTrades.com and at DCBService.com. And they're at a great price, 30 40 50 50% off sometimes. They have bundle deals all the time. Plus, uh, a lot of times if you're dealing with eBay or you're dealing with Amazon, you're dealing with a blind seller that you've never dealt with before, uh, DCB service are, are great people to work with. They have excellent customer service. If God forbid something goes wrong with your order, they make it right. They they ship everything really securely. 
So you're going to get what you wanted in good shape. And not only you have graphic novels, they have, you know, cool geeky t-shirts, they have sculptures, they have uh, um, uh, stuff from anime, they have action mm-hmm. figures, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Borderland, if you look on it right now this month, they have a whole bunch of Borderland figures. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're into that video game, um, they're available. I also want to throw one thing out. They have, if you want to get on the ground floor of another comic adaption that's going to be made into like a movie TV show, After Death, AD After Death, uh, which is by Scott Lemire, uh, Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire, that's going to be adapted. And it's, uh, it's oh, cool. yeah, it's, it's about uh, finding the cure. What if you found the cure for death type of thing? You can get it for cheap. Like it's $14.99. This is a bit, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a thick. Uh, uh, store big hardcover uh, that we're talking about, and you can get it for fourteen ninety nine. I mean, you, any place else would probably be more than than thirty something dollars, I think, or, or forty dollars. But with this, you can just uh, they have it on sale for uh, fourteen ninety nine. I mean, you can't beat yeah. kind of deals like that, and you get to try out a story like you got in The Walking Dead. If you didn't get a chance to get into the comic book before you watch the TV show, you can get in the, on the comic book with this before the. Before you watch the uh, the adaption itself, all uh, DC, Marvel, and hard, uh, hardcover or in trade paperback are fifty percent off cover price, right off the top. So that's that's cheaper than Amazon, right there. Oh yeah. Um, if you're a Watchmen fan, they got that big DC Watchmen crossover thing going on. Doomsday Clock. Mm-hmm. You can get in the mm-hmm. get that uh, five dollar issue, half price, two fifty. Uh, right. And again, you know, if you're not into the comics, you know, you watch the show. Hey, what if you want to get like a cool little Daryl Dixon on his on his chopper for your desk, or you want to get a Michonne T-shirt? But uh, you can get them all at DCB Service. They're great, great people to work for. Great prices, great service. What more do you need, man? Check them out. Uh, DCBService.com or InStockTrades.com. Yeah, Christmas is right around the corner. Absolutely, I mean, it is right around the corner. Yeah, and if you order now, I mean, you get the free shipping uh, if you get over fifty dollars. You uh, you know, get all your geeky uh, people on your Christmas list taken care of. Boom, you're done. You can kick back and enjoy the holiday season. Or just do a uh, uh, certificate. You could do a, a little gift uh, certificate and oh, just totally. uh, put a, put some money on it and let the person just decide what they want to buy there for DCBS. Like you cannot lose uh, with doing that. No, and they're like I said, they're great people. Excellent. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Daryl, for talking about our great sponsor. They make it possible for us to continue to bring you the Walking Dead TV podcast every single episode. 202 episodes, 203 episodes strong right now, so that's what we're here to do. All right, guys, let's get to our Toby ratings and then get to our listeners' Toby ratings. So, Richard, starting with you, sir, what did you think about these episodes? Well, I should have known better than to get my my hopes high, because... I really enjoyed the first half of the third season. I mean, after the crap we got in the first two seasons, I it felt fresh. It felt like they had a direction. There were still some problems, but it was a vast improvement. And I really felt they were going there. You know, it's going to trend and keep going. And they just completely to bed this week. Both of the, I give the whole thing together. I don't know if you want separate ratings, but it would be the same. Either one, your your choice, your choice. Because overall, it's it's two Tobys for me, and they're lucky to get two. Because this was, like Jim said, it it very rushed, very like how much time is passing, what is going on. It's very confusing, plot holes galore. 
characters doing things and taking actions that make zero sense for that character. Um, bad writing, bad direction, and just it was all in all just not very good. Okay, Daryl. Uh, I would have well, like yeah, you already kind of we already went through the episode. What was wrong with the with both the episodes? Um, but I do find myself, but with the goodwill that they got from me from for, for the first half of the season, it's still there. It's not all the way gone. I'm not done with the show. I'm not you know like it's not hurting me to watch the show, but. I cannot give it like a three out of five type of thing like I was giving it in the first first half. It's it's got to be both episodes two two out of five, uh, uh, two out of five titles that don't make any sense to me. When you have uh, Minotaur, that doesn't make any sense. So I can't justify why they made the decision that they made for these two episodes. I just hope that. The next episode, when we kind of get back with Daniel and we get Strand and we get, you know, we, we, we get Madison together, I hope that they, you know, what they're rushing to, I hope that there's a there's a great payoff because they seem to be rushing to get to the, the something, to get to some kind of point. So I hope that that's where, you know, the good stuff that we're going to get back to happens in this. Okay. Jim, how about you? I give the over. I'm, you know, I, I, mean, I have to agree with my my uh, cohorts here. The first half of the season, I liked. I liked it a lot. Uh, I I kind of shied away from the second season, as you guys well know. I wasn't on the podcast because I didn't watch it, and I caught it all up. And then the first half of the third season, I was like, okay, this is starting to show some promise. These characters are starting to gel. They're starting to get a, like a nice coherent conflict going on here. An interesting storyline. I'm in. Now I turn on this two-hour debacle, and I'm a debacle, and I'm just like, uh, wow. I'm back where I was at the end of season one. So yeah. um, I give it a, I give it a two you know, for both episodes. And I only give it a two because I really like the bizarre uh, in the second one. It reminded me of, <laughs> it reminded me of Di- Diamond City in Fallout 4, which is built on the inside of a baseball stadium, uh, similarly. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I give both the two just really disappointing. I was hoping this would be like a, you know, to them turning over a new leaf, but instead they're just kind of backpedaling into their like, like I said, the motivations were bad. It, it seemed it seemed like the the what they're trying to do just seemed like very rushed, and it just seemed like I don't know. And they were and and the, you know in a few places I thought the racial thing was kind of heavy handed. You know, just in moments here and there, nothing that really stuck out. It just seemed like you know they're really kind of hitting you over the head with the, you know that kind of stuff too and 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 that's fine i don't mind that in the, in the story or whatever but it just seemed like with everything else going on you think they would concentrate on getting the story arc straight first and then work out from there rather than you know the other way around so yeah two out of five for both i, I was it was disappointing okay i have aaron's review here i'll, I'll read that quickly and then i'll just give you uh, my my toby review as well uh it says hey guys Sorry I could not be on to talk the mid-season premiere with y'all, but I got busy with duties at the old Hollywood Bazaar, making trades for water and movie screenings. Anyway, I did manage to finish all ten hours of the two-part premiere. I see what he did there. Wow. <laughs> uh, I will give it this. Despite how little I care for Nick slash Madison slash Troy... 
everyone else seemed to be acting intelligent, enough for me to be into the basic ideas of these two episodes. That said, the first episode was rough when stuck watching Troy do everything he could to get himself killed and not see the show follow through with it. I can appreciate some thematic concepts being put in place in regards to the group of Native Americans being shacked up with an ostensibly white farmer's But while The Walking Dead, original one, seems to be a show that manages to celebrate diversity by not calling attention to it, Fear the Walking Dead has a strange habit of balancing tension with obvious white privilege. Now, the second episode had more going on for me, which includes the return of Strand. I enjoyed the struggles being presented as well as the fact that the West Coast is much better at creating some form of society, complete with currency, compared to the East Coast. (laughs) Uh, We'll see where things go, but those sorts of touches are preferred by me over basically what the main cast is up to in a given moment. Let's say three and a half Tobys overall. So Aaron was actually being a little generous at that point. Um, but that's fine. I mean, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, he saw something maybe, you know, that a lot of us didn't. Maybe we, we talked ourselves down. Maybe we, we entered the show with three in our heads and we talked ourselves down to a two. Sometimes that happens, right? We kind of like, uh, you know, have therapy. and we. Once, you know, I mean, get, once you look at it more granularly, you know, sometimes it, it turns out you didn't like it as much as you thought. <laughs> right, or you like it more. Or you kind of think about it. So, yeah, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, and you kind of like yeah. end, up, you, you end up forgiving some sins. Oh, boy, as far we've as, done that. We've done that before. Yeah, yeah it's complicated. Right, so... It kind of went the other way. This episode, I think we all dragged ourselves down. I, um, I'm in the same boat with you guys. I think, I think 2.0, which is, I think, I think is the lowest rating I've ever given any episode of The Walking Dead at this point, whether it be the regular one or Fear. I think it just totally took the wind out of the sails of the momentum that we had built up in the first half of the season. I mean, the decisions that the characters are making are totally not rational. They're not. They're not in going with their characters. We've already discussed that. I just don't like uh, the, Madison's making me angry again, especially when she made the key switch over. Like you said, Richard, that was a really good point. It's like that I'm I'm wanting to throw things at my screen again by Madison making those decisions. It's just, it's just not right. Um, so hopefully things will change. They'll get better for the the rest of the episodes. Who knows what'll happen? But uh, I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, and, and that's it. So who cares what we have to say, though? Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook group that leaves their very own Toby ratings for each episode of Fear the Walking Dead. And, of course, Buster ratings for The Walking Dead when we go back to that show. So Jim always has the honors of reading your words on the show. So, Jim, would you go through and uh, what few listeners there are this week as far as uh, wrote Toby ratings? Would you go through those for us, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, normally it's quite a task, but this week it's not going to be much of one at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few, thank you for writing in the people who did. Uh, Mike Glicksman came in with two bullets, rating it two bullets to the head. The Walking Dead is supposed to be fun to watch, but this show keeps getting more infuriating. And, and he adds, both those bullets are from Madison. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Chuck Mess wrote in, uh, my Sunday was spent watching the Jets-Bills game, Jets fan, and watching two hours of Fear the Walking Dead. I have to be a sadomasochist, right? I really didn't like either, <laughs> I really didn't like either episode last night. They were both dull. It wasn't the worst, so I'll say I'll rate it a 1.5. Even, even better than that, DeRay Irvin wrote in, I have no Toby rating because I went to see it instead of watching Fear. <laughs> Probably a smart move to Ray. Uh, I saw it yesterday too. It was a much better two hours than last night. But was it better than the uh, TV miniseries? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think so because I think it touched more pieces from the book than the miniseries on TV did. 
There's some weird stuff in that book, but we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Chuck Mass asked, how many Toby ratings would you give it? I would give it a 10 out of 10, and DeRay agreed, 10 out of 10 for sure. Uh, Richard, Chopper Cherry Charrington, I'll give this two. I wish I'd gone to see it. Also, out of five, <laughs> not the greatest episode, but I'll stick with it. Uh, Scott Homan, two out of five. I really liked the first half of the season, but I thought these episodes were very sloppy. Tell me again why Jake gave Walker both keys to the armory. How could that not end badly? And then finally, Johnny Storer wrote in with two out of fives. Everyone's thirsty, especially Alicia for Jake. Uh, Wonka, wonka. Uh, Good setup episodes uh, to set up the final episodes of the season. Uh, Madison is starting to bother me a little. She does anything she wants and no one ever challenges her. Glad the show is back and glad you guys are too. Here's to the rest of the season and into season eight of Walking Dead. You're here. And if you would like to join our Facebook group, we would love to have you. Uh, I'm definitely, you know, this this membership charge will be stronger once the actual Walking Dead is going. Uh, we're, you know, we have 821 members. We have uh, Aaron's weekly reviews of The Walking Dead proper when it's up uh, from the young folks. We have a lot of fun memes and uh, we have a lot of fun in the group. So please, by all means, join the Facebook group, The Walking Dead TV Podcast. It's on the Facebooks. Excellent. Thank you, Jim, as always, for reading our listeners' uh, Toby ratings. It's definitely the highlight of the show for, for them as for, for us as well, because I love hearing what they have to say. It kind of makes it really interesting. And if, you, if you're if you not a part of the Facebook group, you listen to the show, please just go ahead and join. You don't have to leave Toby ratings right away, but you can just go ahead and join the group. That way you can see the news uh, that, that kind of gets spread around. And uh, really, it's a good group and very, uh, very fun to be a part of. So, okay, guys, any final thoughts for these two episodes? Or do you think we've kind of, uh, we kind of made it known what we think about them? I, I'm plenty done talking about these two episodes. <laughs> okay. Was, so He wants to go back to talking about Trek like before we were recording. In, well, <laughs> we had, interesting, <laughs> one interesting thing, though, did anybody watch um, before the episodes the Talking Dead Season 8 preview thing? No, I saw no. it on demand, but I well, didn't watch I d- it. I no. didn't see was it, it good? I didn't. No, I didn't see it either. But they just—I just saw a story on comicbook.com that was talking about that. Apparently, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan announced that uh, Negan's backstory is going to be told in season eight, and it's going to be told through Gene, uh, Eugene. Really? Yeah. So that—that'll be interesting. Oh, oh wow. Huh. I, well, I, ho- I mean, we, we should, they've made Negan such a main character at this yeah. point. We should have some kind of flashback. I don't, I'm not against flashbacks. No, either. like I, I'm I know not that. Against it, I'm wondering how they're gonna. I mean, did he tell Eugene his story, and now we're gonna hear Eugene tell it to some Rick or somebody? Or it just, right, I, I wonder how saying. they're gonna do it. Maybe he's gonna tell his story to Eugene. It'd be weird oh, I see what you're saying. I, okay. it, it's weird because I thought like if they were going to do it, they would have it where remember when he goes to see the he somehow captures the the preacher, right? He walks up on him, right? And in, in, the, in the teaser, the trailer, you mean, right? Like, wouldn't yeah. it be something if he goes, "This is Negan making this is I'm ha- I'm giving a confession, Father, you know, before I kill you. This is <laughs> this, this will be my little confession, you know, and I tell my story. Like I thought that would be something that he would do. Uh, but hey, whatever. Let's see what happens. 
I, I'm just so ready for them to get back to kicking some butt. Like, I, I, it yeah. really seems that that's yeah. going to happen. So I'm, I'm just so ready. I want Strand to be Strand again. I want yeah. Rick to be Rick again. I want everyone yeah. back the way they were. That's it. I want. I want it all back the way it was. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know about this special they had before that. So until I just saw that story. So well, yeah, usually they though, do. I didn't, I didn't usually, realize. Well, I'm just gonna see if there's anything good on there. No, they usually do a promo. They do a five minute promo before the season, showing you some behind the scenes stuff. Like it's usually what they do. And I usually watch it like on demand. You can go on. Well, I don't know how you watch AMC, but. Usually they'll have it like like a, a season preview of season eight or something like that. It's a five minute little show. That's all. I mean, you can watch it. I mean, I'm sure it's online. Even you probably can download it on uh, YouTube too. Yeah, I'm probably. sure on AMC. Yeah, they just just to get, just to get your interest up on the season. That's what they do. But all right, guys. So we're back again. Welcome back, everybody. Another few episodes to go of Fear, and then we're on to obviously the main the main show uh, season 8 coming up soon so alright well it's good to see everybody uh, I, did, wow. I did want to say one thing though if you've been watching yes. if you've been watching Preacher uh, while Fear of the Walking Dead has been off uh, check out DCTV podcast this week because we're going to be doing our Preacher uh, season breakdown uh, Chubb and myself and uh, Daryl and, and Jerry and also uh, special guest Aaron Newworth will be on oh so very cool breakdown mm-hmm. Preacher for us breakdown Preacher for us so uh yeah, Daryl's washing the blood off of his knife right now. Is that what he's doing? He's uh, the murder shed. <laughs> actually, actually are you washing the, the blood off your machete? What are you doing there, Daryl? Are you okay? I, knife and I forgot. I, I thought it was far enough away. Gotta hose You gotta keep <laughs> it clean in there, dude. Always gotta be working. Always gotta keep my land uh, clear. Gotta, gotta do it. A- ABC, always be cutting, right? That's right. That's right. That's how I keep it safe. ABK, always be killing. <laughs> No other last words. Who's going to end the show this evening? When you're watching Fear the Walking Dead, it's pretty much as if the dead are walking the earth. <laughs> wow. And oh. all hope has been abandoned. Good night. <laughs>